Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We have the Chancellor himself, the, the Scooby-Doo hat on, Zero in the building. What's going on, Zero? Shoot. Visuals is what's going on now. <laughs> um, and of course, we got the Duke of Devon there and his Lando in the building. This is the Between Brothers Podcast. Tune in every week, wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media, um, After Dot Media on Instagram, the Between Brothers Podcast on TikTok, BTWN Bros Podcast on Twitter. To be honest, I really don't care if y'all do the Twitter because I'm never on the Twitter. Um, and uh, of course, join the Facebook group, um, the Between Brothers Podcast Facebook group. Now, um, Zero said the visuals thing because we've had issues in the past and when now that we finally got his stuff together my stuff ain't together but good thing we had some backup but um uh, normally I record on my iPad but for some reason my iPad would show that it's charging but it it's not charging past three percent not exactly sure what's going on with it but I got the iPhone Zoom still works on the iPhone. And actually today, I'm, I usually leave my AirPods at the job if I'm charging the case. And so I had one here in and was charging the case, left the, left the AirPod case with the one ear. And so I'm operating this on one ear. Um, mainly because uh, for the iPhone, you need a specific type of microphone in order to do a regular mic and for me to do the, the, the headphones. Um, not most, uh, I, most, most uh, microphones aren't compatible with the, uh, at least plug and play microphones aren't compatible with the, um, with the iPhone. So, um, so yeah, so that's where we are. So if I sound a little off this week, I apologize, but we'll get it together next week. But um, zero hours a week. It was all right. Um, uh, you know, appointments. Actually, no. Last week we didn't have to go to an appointment. Yeah, um, had the week off. But these last few treatments are going to be her last. And for the end, then it's um, maintenance from there and smooth sailing. Um, let me see. Went to um, went to Sam's Club, and uh, yeah, I got these uh, drinks. The whatever the uh, prime the uh, prime um hydration drink i guess a uh, logan paul's drink so yo when i tell you the first one i tried was because the one i got was three flavors tropical punch lemon lime and blue raspberry i tasted the blue raspberry first so when i tell you i took a few sips and almost threw up because of how sweet it was yeah you know, i was like yo this is entirely too sweet and I, th- that I don't think 
and they only got one gram of sugar so i don't know what the hell i was uh, about to throw up on but that it was like it was like they're setting up with this one the other two the other two are really good i haven't touched the uh, blue one since <laughs> it's like i don't want to i don't know if it's because i didn't shake it well or what but i never i've never had a drink and almost wanted to throw up without it being something that was supposed to like um like milo the freaking that nasty malt drink we had as kids yeah um or oval teen well yeah oval teen was the more popular version of milo but yeah that malt drink was freaking disgusting but yeah um i've been uh the journey to um to sam's club and um finally relax and not have to go to uh these appointments everything else has been all good and it's looking like um well let me not get my hopes up but it's looking like my uh what's it called my heat prediction is uh going well since they're uh tied one one not it's going well because after game one how folks want to talk about how they're going to get swept is like all right y'all can't he's like yeah so it's like as it's like as long as we got that game i said we like that's my team as long as they got that game you're telling me there's a chance <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean i'm i'm rooting for miami uh, people are like, oh, you're supposed to be a Knicks fan. You're not supposed to cry. Like, what part of die easy do y'all not understand? And besides, your team is not in it. So who the hell are you to tell me who I should root for in the finals or not? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? I mean, it, it is what it me? is. I don't, really, I don't really care anything about that. It's just, you know, I'm rooting for Miami because Jimmy Butler has been there before. He gave a valiant effort when they went up against the Lakers and um you know hopefully he can be rewarded um this season but uh and also uh the people who are I I want the people who are claim who've been having this narrative that Jokic because of how he's performed in the playoffs should have won MVP I want them to be silenced truly do um but you know we'll see who makes the adjustments everybody talking about how how hard it was to win in denver it's been hard to win in miami too and you know what i'm saying so hopefully denver locks in but um but anyways my week was all right uh saw our grandfather for the first time in about 20 years he was on facetime my aunt um our aunt is down there in uh, florida um, so that was that was uh, that was all right. Coco Puff getting, getting to see her great grandfather. The other two kids weren't home when uh, when they when when she called. So um, so that's that. And um, also also we we really didn't have much else going on outside of that. You know, I was kind of home for the weekend chilling or whatever so we'll see we'll see how this um how this next week goes uh but anyways um 
let's get to these topics. So I want to I want to start with this, and um, y'all know love the NBA, love the history of the NBA, and um, we and well, we always zero and I believe that. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Um, greatest player, greatest NBA player to have ever, you know, played on the hardwood at that level. So there is something to be said to everybody who thinks the other players are better. It is what it is. We can debate that another time. But this dude, Scottie Pippen, I just don't understand like what he's trying to do because the last dance was like three years ago. So like, are you still mad about the last dance? Um, and I'll uh, I'll insert this, but essentially, Scottie Pippen was talking about how Michael Jordan was a terrible player before they got there, before he specifically got there, okay? I don't have the numbers in front of me. Normally I'm able, since I'm doing this on my iPad, I can't, or I'm not doing this on my iPad, I can't really get um, a lot of the info that I would normally have up. But, um, but he was like, you know, he was a terrible teammate until Scotty got there. And State, I don't know if Stacy, I wish I would have listened to the whole thing. I don't know if Stacey King like corrected him on it or was like, dog, you tripping. But the fact that that wasn't said, I'm just gonna give Stacey King the benefit of the doubt and say that he said something. Cause to say that a guy who led the league in scoring as a rookie, total points, who was an all-star, who was, who scored 63 points in an NBA playoff game against the best team in basketball at the time, who was, again, a multi-time All-Star. To say that he was a terrible player, you lose all credibility and you're labeled now a hating ass bitch. (laughs) Uh, You want his numbers? Hold on, before I get to that. All right. Now, I'm going to try to give Scottie Pippen the benefit of the doubt, even though he doesn't deserve it at all. To say that he meant to say he was a terrible teammate because he didn't really get the teammates involved. But Scottie Pippen came into the league as a backup and had to work his way up. I don't know why this is so personal for him, but you too old for that shit, dog. But anyways, go ahead with his numbers. What were his what were his numbers his first three seasons in the NBA? All right. Um his uh first year in the league, he averaged eight points, mm. four rebounds, mm. two two assists. Mm. How many second, games did he start? Zero. None. None. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. So, so Michael. So hold on. So, 
a player who didn't start a single game. Can you tell me how many minutes a game he played? Just give me statistic. Twenty. So rotation player backup. Rotation player backup is what rotation led Michael player. Jordan. Yeah. To be a great player. Michael Jordan wasn't a great player until a rotation player. I want Scottie Pippen to understand that he started out as the number five overall pick as a rotation player. No. He was, I think he was the number seven. Five. It's five? I'm 97% sure it's five. <laughs> yeah, you're correct. It's five. I, I think um, somebody must have gotten something wrong when I thought about yeah when I heard about it yeah <laughs> the fifth pick most people are usually wrong <sighs> oh you want his uh, you want his first year playoff numbers no I want his second year numbers I um, second year he pl- he played in 73 games Started fifty six. Okay, he's a starter. Rotation Number, player. Starter. Yeah, yeah. Thirty three minutes per game. He averaged okay, fourteen start, points. Start. Okay, okay. He averaged fourteen points per game. Six with six rebounds. Six six rebounds. Oh, stop! Stop right there. Fourteen <laughs> points per game with starter minutes. This is over thirty. Is generally starter minutes. Thirty to thirty five. Generally starter minutes. So 14 points a game on 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 how on 30 33 minutes a game how many points 14 oh, okay so he was averaging a half point per minute somewhere around there okay six okay, that's the guy that made michael jordan better okay go ahead six rebounds and three and a half assists mm, he was so versatile though <laughs> Year three, 16 and a half point. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He, he started every game. Nice. 38 nice. minutes. 38 yeah. minutes. Real starter minutes. Yeah. Uh, All star starter minutes. He averaged 16 and a half. Mm, 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 so versatile. 16 and a half points. Uh huh. Um, uh, dang, I lost my space. Uh, six or uh, seven rebounds and five point four assists. Okay, okay. The versatility is really perfect. Um, what was his field goal percentage that year? Field goal, field goal. Where's my field goal percentage? Um, forty-eight percent. Forty-eight percent. Uh huh. Strong. That's strong. That's strong. I ain't gonna knock it. That's strong. Yeah. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? Pretty average. Sounds like you was a. It sounds like you went from a below average player to an average player the first three years you played with Mike. Yeah. yeah. Those um, playoff numbers. Go to those playoff numbers. All right. So first remember. year. First year. First year. 10 points mm, per game <laughs> five rebounds and mm. two assists Ooh. 
man, he was showing out. He was showing off his passing on that. Yeah, in yeah. That Interesting how yeah. that works. And, and they, um, did they advance in those playoffs? Yeah, that was uh, huh. Huh. yeah, that was the first time they advanced. Hold on, hold on, but I gotta go to. But here's Jordan's in comparison. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. I just want to, I just want to focus on Scotty right now, who played right. with such a terrible player, and he made better. He wasn't. He was a terrible player until Scotty Pippen got there. Okay, that's that's what that's what Scotty Pippen said. We want to focus on Scotty. So, you felt Scotty Pippen that your ten points per game in the playoffs was the was the was the not saying he didn't because ten points is ten points. If they score ten point less points per game, they probably lose the series. I'm not saying, but he said, made it seem like he was the contributing factor to Michael Jordan's rise to stardom. Not Michael Jordan having a shoe as a rookie. Not Michael Jordan being a national champion in college. Not Michael Jordan leading the NBA in scoring as a rookie. Not Michael Jordan dropping 63 on the Celtics. Not Larry Bird calling him God in gym shorts. That guy was a terrible basketball player. But you, on the other hand, giving us eight and ten points per game all right so remember those remember those 10 points per game in this first playoff series i'm i'm, I'm curious i'm i'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna put set the line all right. for michael jordan's over over under at 33 points per game and i'm betting the over he averaged 45 <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible player. That's a terrible player who giving giving dudes forty five a night. Forty five, five and five. If I round up, five and 45, five. Forty five, five and five. Well, I guess he was a terrible passer. He didn't really give guys the ball a lot. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I think, I think Michael Jordan assists per game. I think he's like second or third all time for shooting guards. So it's not a stat that shooting guards generally have a very high number. But, yeah. um, but okay. Uh, so Scottie Pippen. I think Scottie Pippen is one of those guys who forgets where he came from. And it's like, no, Scotty, you were a player from Central Arkansas. They saw something in you. They thought that you could develop into a good player. You developed into a good player under the tutelage of Michael Jordan, which he's mentioned that in the past. But now all of a sudden, and then now, now after the last dance, you felt like you were the better player on the team. You felt like you never won defensive player of the year because everybody was looking at Michael Jordan. That's what you said. Because everybody was probably because everybody was looking at Mike. That's probably, that's what you said. Even though Michael Jordan didn't win defensive player of the year outside of 1988 when you were still a backup. When you were still a backup, 
That's what you were doing. Backing up. I ain't gonna take no personal digs at Scottie Pippen in his personal life. I'm just gonna focus this on his career. They didn't draw plays up for you. They drew him up for Tony. That's how elite of a score you were. They had best you in average. Best year average, 22 points per game. Mm. Is that because Michael Jordan wasn't passing the ball? He probably is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, his, no, his, his best year was when Jordan wasn't around, and he averaged 22. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's strange. How many assists did he average that year? Um, that year. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a moment. That year. Twenty-two. Five point six. So it was your team. You had the option of being the great scorer that you could have been. And yet, you went from you you increased your scoring, and you were averaging the same amount of assists that Michael Jordan was. You know, it's weird. He increased his scoring, but and he, he increased his scoring from yeah he increased his scoring from eighteen point six to twenty two. And where Jordan. was this going? And his assists went from where to where? From seven to six point three. No, 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 no. My fault, my fault. From six point three to five point six. My fault. I read that wrong. Interesting. Interesting how you couldn't put up this. You could your numbers didn't necessarily get better without Jordan. Yeah, um, his scoring and his rebounds got better, but his rebounds went up by one. And yeah, his assist fell by almost a whole assist. Okay. I just yeah. want Scotty Pippen and again, we, it's not like we're popular. Yeah. Scotty Pippen needs to understand his place in the pecking order. You're you're a top fifty player only because you play with Michael Jordan. Only because you play with Michael Jordan. I know a lot of people and the Jordan haters are trying to sit there and boost you up because they feel bad about you after the last dance. You're only a top 50 all-time player because you play with Michael Jordan. There is no reason for anyone to believe that guy with his demeanor with his demeanor could have been an elite number one player. There's no reason to believe that. Why do I say that? Well, let me count the ways. One, when he was the guy, he couldn't put up 25 again. He couldn't get to 25. And people are saying, oh, it's because he was a pass first guy. He was more of a distributor, a Magic Johnson type. He was LeBron before LeBron. 
shut that nonsense up. LeBron was a far better player as a rookie than Scottie Pippen was at his best. His distribution numbers did not get better. They got worse. Okay? That's the truth about Scottie Pippen. Another reason, Scottie Pippen did a lot of selfish things. They told him to wait on the deal. Give it a couple years. What did he do? Selfishly sign because he needed to get paid and then selfishly held out because he didn't get paid when he wanted to renegotiate his contract, even though they told him from day one they weren't going to renegotiate his contract. Selfish. Look, I've never you know had a migraine. Even in, Go ahead. Even, in the, even in the last dance when he did his when he did a surgery late to try to push for a trade and said he wasn't going to fuck up his summer. Yeah. Yeah. These are all these are what these this is what Scottie Pippen was. I need y'all to understand that the Jordan haters, the Scottie Pippen boosters, the LeBron lovers, Scottie Pippen was always a number two. That's the truth about Scottie Pippen. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no evidence to say otherwise. None. Zilch. Zip. Nada. Scotty, stop it. You lost all credibility, and Scotty Pippen is a smart basketball player. You lose all credibility when you say stupid crap like that. All of it. Yeah, Michael Jordan didn't win those championships by himself. But let's be real. If Michael Jordan doesn't cap cake for you, Michael Jordan easily can still win another two or three championships with when they were trying to deal you for T-Mac. I think that was what, 97? They still could have won two championships. Because let's let's not act like Scottie Pippen was a factor in that 98 championship. Where he was having back pains or back issues or whatever. So Scottie Pippen, my my um my message to you is you're putting yourself too high you're a fine player but if you didn't have six championships with michael jordan nobody would remember you we barely remember you and you played on those teams Zero, do you have anything to add to that? No, I don't. I really don't. 
great job of giving me the stuff that I needed to destroy this man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, because, like, for example, like, um, like, we were having this conversation, and um, King Sean had hit me up and was like, hey, do you, do you think that, do you think that, um, who had, who played better competition in the finals? And I was like, well, Michael Jordan played better competition if you're going to talk about the totality of the competition. Who played the best team? LeBron against the Kevin Durant Warriors. The Kevin Durant Warriors, not the 73 and 9 Warriors. I don't care what that record says. That 73 and 9 Warriors team um, was, uh, was a great team, but we got to remember they were down 3 1 against Oklahoma City. It's not like they ran through the playoffs like the night the 72 and 10 Bulls ran through the playoffs. Then I want people to understand that they beat this, the they were up three nothing. Now they ended up dropping two games back to back. But that was I think that was when they were doing the two three two format. So it was it was one of those things why, which why they switched back to the two two one 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 is because they were like, well, look, you're, if you're you're getting those last two games for the home team, it was, a, uh, it was a disadvantage. But those three games, a lot of those teams came out winning two out of those three games, the home teams. So they dropped two of those games, but they were up 3-0 against a 64-20 and 20 team. A 64, no, I'm sorry, 64-18 and 18 team. A 64-win team was on the verge of getting swept by this team. I need y'all to understand how good that team was. 64 and 18. So, and we all understand that the Eastern Conference was a better conference when Jordan played. But I'm saying that to say, we having this conversation, I said, but LeBron lost to some teams that he had no business losing to. And he beat a team that for some reason he wasn't favored against um, in the Spurs that he should have been. And I was like, because Tony Parker was the best player on that team. So for example, and Tony Parker has a lot of Scottie Pippen when it comes to his career. Not saying he wasn't a good player or whatever. It's Tony Parker is a Hall of Famer because, and I don't even know if he's on the top 75 list, but it, I, whether he is or he isn't, it doesn't matter. He should be a Hall of Famer. Um, and he's a Hall of Famer because he has, I think four championships with the Spurs but that's more basing off of what the team did around them having an elite coach and Tim Duncan being who Tim Duncan was but he was the best player on that Spurs team when LeBron beat them I understand Kawhi won finals MVP but Tony Parker was the best player any objective fan would say that they wouldn't just point at finals MVP because if you look at Kawhi's numbers during those playoffs, during that series, and during that season, Tony Parker was clearly the best player on the team. So, fast forward. I said Tony Parker wouldn't start, in my opinion, for at point guard for any team that Jordan played against. A lot of people might think that I sound crazy by saying that, 
Let me list the point guards. We already know he's not starting. There was three. There was, Jordan played five different teams. There were three teams that had certified Hall of Fame players. Magic, the greatest point guard of all time. Gary Payton, arguably the greatest defensive point guard of all time. And John Stockton, arguably the second greatest player of all time. We don't need to go over those guys. Tony Parker's not better than any of them on his best day. So then it comes to the last two, Kevin Johnson. I, if anybody thinks that Tony Parker is a better player than Kevin Johnson, doesn't need to talk to me about basketball. I don't care about championships. Kevin Johnson, everybody who played in the Jordan, the Jordan and Hakeem era gets a pass for not winning championships for them. You played against the number one and number three overall picks of one of the greatest drafts of all time. You get a pass from me. I'm sorry. Other guys who were involved in that draft, John Stockton and Charles Barkley. So let like so if you think Kevin Johnson and also Kevin Johnson in his prime was averaging was averaging, I think for about four or five years, maybe less, was averaging what Tony Parker did in his best year. And then Terry Porter. There's an argument that could be made. He's not better. He's better than Terry Porter. I'm just saying Terry Porter in his prime was averaging a double-double, 18 and 10, 18 and 11. Tony Parker's never averaged a double-double. You can say it's because of the offense, whatever. And ter- bo- the thing that both of those other guys have in common, they weren't the best player on their team. Charles Barkley and Clyde Drexler were. So even if you put him on that team, at best, he's the third banana. So I say that to say this. Tony Parker, people might say that I'm crazy. But I want y'all to look, specifically with um with the last two point guards I named, just look up they highlight reel and tell me if you think that, if you after that, you think that Tony Parker's still a better player. If, that, if that's the case, then I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. But when you look at prime for prime numbers and their best seasons, he act, he, to me, he doesn't measure up. In his best seasons, he was a number one scoring option. Kevin Johnson was doing Tony Parker's best scoring season as the second best player. Terry Porter was putting up similar numbers and better assist numbers, significantly better assist numbers as the second best player. And he was the best player on that LeBron James team or on that Spurs team that beat LeBron James. At the time, Kawhi ended up being a better player. But at the time, he was. So I say that to say, the both of them have similar careers. That if they weren't playing next to the greatest player of all time, and arguably 
to me there's an argument but for the consensus the greatest power forward of all time and they won many championships and they're hall of famers but if you would have put them on their own teams they're nowhere near the player that they became or that they're praised to be so that's what i got to say about that um now let's move on to undisputed normally when i'm talking about undisputed i like talking about boxing and the and 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 devin Haney specifically and the Spence Crawford fight specifically but we're talking about Skip and Shannon Skip and Shannon seems like they're breaking up after the final which should be in a at wor- worst case scenario another week and a half so zero i guess give me your thoughts on how like what what i guess what happened what do you think happened what do you think led to this and then where do you think both of those guys go from here um <clears throat> what i think happened was um when skip disrespected Shannon with the uh the Tom Brady situation um when he when he's when he basically basically spit on his Hall of Fame career that's how I'm gonna describe it because that's what it seemed like um I think he um I think he was done then but then the whole Damar Hamlin situation when Skip when um when Skip said what he tweeted what he tweeted and um Shannon didn't show up on the show in protest because the man could have lost his life and you're basically insensitive because you're worried about playoff seating um, wanting them to finish the game basically and then when Shannon is tr- when Shannon's trying to explain what was going on when he came back and Skip just kept on pushing the issue wanting to cut him off so he could defend himself when he wasn't even when Sh- Shannon never finished his thought I felt like that was the the straw that broke the camel's back cuz it's like you know it was like you lucky I didn't come you lucky we didn't come to blows when you disrespected my career. Now you won't even it's like and then when it comes to a young man who could have lost his life and I'm trying to explain why I why I wasn't here in protest, you feel like you have to say something. You keep cutting me off, cutting me off, cutting me off, and it's like, yo, do I really gotta keep on dealing with this nonsense? Mm-hmm. And um I, and the thing about it is it probably because I don't know how buyouts work when it comes to those type of contracts because you know we we already know like buyouts in the NBA it's like you know you, team agrees to I think it was like the team agrees to uh, if it um, either pay it all or a percentage 
if you're if I'm, I'm not mistaken. Like, if, like for, and it's probably the same in their scenario where it's like, all right, I want, I don't, I don't want to finish this. My contract is up, and it's like, okay, well, how long do we have you? He tells them yeah. that, and they probably pay him some kind of prorated rate plus a little bit more yeah. um, for his services, and then, and then he's done. So, because I'm not because um, if if he's if he decided he wanted out after the Demar situation, which happened back in what, December, yeah, I believe. Yeah, in the football season, November, December. So, if there was any sort of holdup, it probably had to do with the club Shay Shay show. And what and you know, if that if that will probably be eliminated if yeah, eliminated if you go or you just take it with you because it's yours, because they said it was on FS one. So I don't know if it took that long for them to do what to do what they what they needed to do, but I think yeah, so how they go forward from here. I'm wondering if if anybody actually, because I heard, saw the report that um, LaShawn McCoy is uh, um, somebody who's, uh, yeah, somebody who's a um, who's a candidate to replace Shannon. It's like uh, that show, that show ain't gonna be any more successful. And who's to say that LaShawn McCoy is just going to? take it yeah take the um the type of nonsense that shannon did because you know it seemed like shannon did let a lot slide until he basically disrespected him blatantly to defend somebody it's it was like the jordan lebron debates it's like you know doesn't even know tom that's a sad thing it's like you and you're defending him like he came out of your loins or some shit and yeah so I, so the ratings are gonna go down immensely because when you watch, because if you ever watch speak, nobody's there to listen to what LaShawn McCoy has to say, in my opinion. Or if they do, they want they look at it as if, damn, like I hope he didn't write this down to actually say this on national TV, like the Ryan Garcia take. Yeah, the Ryan Garcia. Well, he, he, he was being interviewed by a boxing. Um, a boxing oh, okay. But but still, you, you're you're attached to speak. <laughs> like, that's but that's just me though. But my thing is, look, how um I wonder. Yeah, it's like hopefully Shannon. Well, Shannon is gonna land on his feet. It's not even hopefully, but my 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 thing is, I think it was a far gone conclusion after I actually thought he was going to leave after that whole blow up. I thought he was going to be gone by, I thought he was going to be gone then like, yo, I ain't returning back to work until whatever. Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to work with this man no more after he disrespected me. Like my, my career don't mean anything because it's not Tom Brady. I think, I think the Damar Hamlin thing, um, it was probably the real trigger, and I think when he took the day off, he was just like, you know, do I really want to do this anymore? Then he went to the bosses, um, the executives, and was like, you know, I, I I don't know how much longer I can stand this, and 
you know, let's figure something out. And like you said, over the last several months, they were probably negotiating behind the scenes on how this was gonna, um, you know, transpire. Even one of the things I noticed in the show, um, because I catch it on YouTube, is, uh, is the fact that they don't really do the handshake at the beginning of every episode or the fist pound or whatever. Um, there was one where they kind of like messed it up and they didn't really try to go back to it. So it's like, it's clear that the relationship is ending and uh, or has ended and Skip Bayless is probably a little um, salty about it. Um, my, my thoughts on the whole situation is, how can I put this? Shannon, Skip Bayless, I think it actually started before that whole Tom Brady situation. And he was, Skip Bayless was defending Baker Mayfield. Shannon starts talking about Baker Mayfield's statistics and how he's one of the worst quarterbacks in football with the evidence to bring, pull it, to, to show it. And Skip Bayless loves talking about the one year that Baker Mayfield had out there. And it's like, I saw it. I saw it. And like Stephen A. Smith used to say, their clock is right twice a day. And in all honesty, I don't know what Skip Bayless watches, but there's nothing that I've ever seen from Baker Mayfield that showed that he was a great quarterback. Nothing. Even when he was playing well. I, you've never heard me say, man, Baker Mayfield is better than I thought. You remember when we was watching the Jets-Jags game at Buffalo Wild Wings, and there was some dude talking about um, how Baker Mayfield was was really good in this thing together? Yeah. And I looked at him. You actually engaged in conversation with him, but you were like, and like, nah, I don't know about him. Like, you know, being polite about it. And I just stayed silent. Cause I was gonna go off on the dude. <laughs> like, this dude don't know anything about football. Don't talk to us. Like us, <laughs> us ain't the people you need to talk to about football. <laughs> yeah, we ain't you know it. What I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I just couldn't understand it. So, and I knew it from day one. He got the bus stick and he's busted. While you're at it, call a cab. Has you busted? <laughs> so, <laughs> and he, so he's going, he's talking and he's going out the list and he goes, oh, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, you're not even letting me say my point. You're not even letting me talk. And that's when, and that was the first time I heard him say that. Now, I don't watch the show regularly, so I don't know if that was something that was common. But that was the first time I heard him say that. And he was like, yo, you always do this. And he was like, and so I'm like, okay, like there's been frustration. When he said he always did it, I'm like, okay, he's like, every time we start talking about the guys you root for, and I start showing, giving you numbers, you want to make it seem like what I'm saying has no merit. In so many words, he didn't say it exactly like that. In so many words, that's what he was saying. And it was just like, he, I don't think he ever did that to Stephen A. Smith. 
Nope. Used to watch never seen regularly. I never seen him do that to us, um, to Stephen A. So it's just it's just unusual that you would respect Stephen A, who's never played a game, of at, at a professional level, his opinion and his takes more than you would respect Shannon Sharps, who's done Shoot, it. I- Shoot, because Stephen A, I think there was an episode where he told Skip, he said, with all due respect, he's like, with, with all due respect, I need you to shut the hell up. <laughs> he's like, no disrespect towards you, but you need to shut the hell up on this one. And he does. And he does. And, and you know, just like my favorite Skip Bayless moment when Jalen Rose got on ESPN first take was never allowed back on again because he called him water pissing people. And I'm like, Skip Bayless, Skip Bayless, he has a lot of power. So, you know, he's going to do what he does. I don't think that he can do undisputed like Stephen A's doing first take. I don't think enough people would want to work with him in order to do that. Um, even though um, Stephen A has um, he ha- he gets combative with some people on certain takes. I, I it seems like everybody likes him, while it never really seemed like that with Skip Bayless. Mm. And I think it's because Skip Bayless thinks he knows more than everybody, while Stephen A. Smith is humble enough to um, defer. And you know when I heard when I saw Floyd Mayweather Senior get on the get on the on the um on their show and he says he says he's telling him he don't know anything about boxing and he goes what's a pull counter and he's yep. like did you, did you make that up and, and I was like this dude never <laughs> needs to talk about boxing ever again I'm like you could have watched a bro- boxing broadcast like any Floyd Mayweather fight because that was one of his signature moves and they would have said it in the broadcast yeah. So it's just like, dog, how do you not know what this is? But you were, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, all right, whatever. So I don't think that Skip, Skip Bells is not as smart as he thinks he is. And Shannon Sharp is, is much better than, he, than people give him credit for. I know he used to like have stuttering issues and things of that nature. He's cleaned that up. Shoot, I know I got stuttering issues. So I know exactly where Shannon Sharp is coming from. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully I can get better at that with my speech. And it's just like, you know, this dude worked hard at this. And he's elevated himself. And Skip Bales gave him a platform so he can elevate himself. So I don't want to take any credit from Skip Bales, but you're not that guy. We were here for Shannon. We were never here for you. <laughs> you know, Skip's like, can I get my turn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Skip takes his turn. And so then going into the Tom Brady thing, I'm 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 gonna get back on our TikTok and do the Lando's list. Again, my top fives. But Shannon Sharp, I don't care what anybody says. Travis Kelsey, Antonio Gates, uh uh who's the who's the other guy that's good? Uh George Kittle. Tony Gonzalez, I don't care who you pick. To me, Shannon Sharp, I don't, now to be objective, I don't know if he's the greatest tight end of all time. 
Well, Shane Sharp is the t- best tight end I've ever seen in my life. And it's not close. In my personal opinion, Shane Sharp is the best tight end I've ever laid eyes on. And it's not close. I don't care what you say about the numbers and Gronk and all that other stuff. It ain't close. Shannon Sharp is a three-time Super Bowl champion. Don't talk to me about nobody else. Shannon Sharp, when he retired, had damn near every record. If not all the records. You're not going to sit here and try to make it seem like this dude is jealous of Tom Brady. Shannon Sharp was doing work way before Tom Brady even entered the league. And he was the best tight end. He was the best tight end in football before Tom Brady came into the league. There's no reason for him to be jealous of Tom Brady. Tom Brady was able to play till he was 45 because he played quarterback. And quarterbacks aren't allowed to get hit. And the rules got softer as he continued to play in the league. People still putting Aaron Rodgers as a top five quarterback after the season he had, and he's 38. That shows you how this league is transitioning when it comes to the quarterback position. So, the DeMar Hamlin thing, I'm actually not mad at Skip for that. Reason being is because after everything kind of died down, everybody started asking those questions. So the fact that he asked them first doesn't really bother me because his questions ended up coming up. But, Skip Bayless is 71 years old. Like, how much longer do you think this run is going to last for Skip Bayless? You yeah. hitch your wagon to the old mule versus the stallion that Shannon Sharp is? Shannon Sharp is knowledgeable about other sports. Now, not boxing, but he's knowledgeable about other sports. And so that's kind of my piece on it. I, I, I'm hoping that Shannon Sharp stardom continues to rise. And I think, I'm not saying he won't land on his feet, but I want him to increase his popularity and um, leave leave um, FS1 and Skip Bayless in the dust. And Shannon, last thing I want to say about this, Shannon Sharp um, liked a tweet that said, FS1, paraphrasing, but FS1 losing Jenny Taft Keeping Skip Bayless and losing Jenny Taft and Shannon Sharp is similar to a record label keeping Weird Al Yankovic and losing, I think he said Lady Gaga and Drake or Lil Wayne or something like that. He named a hip hop star though. And, it's just, and Shannon Sharp liked it. And I was like, yeah, because this guy is old, he's decrepit, he's played, everybody knows his MO, and it's weak. Like you know, some when I wa- when I watch these ESPN shows and stuff like that, and I was like, and I've said this several times in our personal private conversation. I'm like, these guys get paid way too much for these basic ass takes that they get. Like even my in our last segment with the with the with the Terry Porter or with the the Tony Parker thing, 
in the in the Scottie Pippen thing. People know about Scottie Pippen's career, but the Tony Parker thing specifically. And you know, the people who I've had this conversation with have all said nobody's ever said that before. I've been hearing that debate for a trillion years, and I've never heard anybody break it down like that. But y'all been following the sport for way longer than I have, and y'all can't make an argument for why LeBron James or like y'all can't have an argument or make it a point without using 6-0 and in the finals that's the best y'all can do 6-0 and in the finals as deep and as beautiful as Michael Jordan's basketball career was that's all you can do you can pay 12 million dollars FS1, y'all ain't got to pay me that much. I just need 1.2 to start. That's just all, that's all I need to start it. But um, my sound might come off because my AirPods are dying. Um, not saying I, I, I won't sound as clear. Probably don't sound very clear as it is, but I won't sound as clear here in a second. No, um, but, uh, all right, so did you, I sent this over to you. Did you look up the Travis Rudolph case? Alright, so um <clears throat> apparently um according to what I saw because I watched us I watched some of his testimony. Yeah, because he actually went up on the stand. So from what I saw what happened was Hold on, before before we get too deep into it, Travis Rudolph is on trial for murder because mm. men came to his house to try to, to try to assault him because um, a girl he was dealing with had said that she had put hand, he had put hands on her and four men came to his home to I guess settle the matter. Two of them had firearms they and um, and in the shootout, Travis Rudolph killed one of the men and shot and, and hit another one of the men. Um, he's a former college football wide receiver, I think for LSU. And he played Florida in State. a few, Florida State. I know it was a, a state. Um, so uh, for FSU. And then, um, and he played a couple years with the Giants, I think. He, he I know he made it mm-hmm. to the NFL. Had a fairly short career, but, um, but uh, anyways, go ahead. So from what I saw from his testimony, because um, yeah, I didn't get to see everybody else's, but from his, apparently, his estranged um, his ex girlfriend, because he said he was single at the time that this happened, went into his phone and saw that he was talking to somebody else. She got pissed she got pissed off about it and um there was text messages saying um there were text messages saying that you know they were going to I think they said they were going to hurt him and they were going to kill him and they said um he opened the door and a guy and one of the guys showed up and hit him I wish I could remember what the text message said um, correctly. Oh, bogged down with the details. But, of the yeah, but he, um, yeah, he said basically, 
they got jumped and he went inside the house got his gun and he when he came back out of the house with his gun he didn't want to shoot because his brother was being attacked as well and he didn't want to shoot and accidentally hit his brother but but watching the footage he went into the house got the gun came back out and they were fleeing as he started shooting and basically and that's why he can't get the um stand your ground ruling because in the in the video it looks like they're fleeing but he still felt like he was defending himself though and um that and um according to the it was the uh, closing arguments um only two people's stories were credible about the entire situation i think it was the I think it was the first cop on the scene and it was somebody else, but everybody else's stories weren't really checking out and they only remembered stuff when they got caught, when they got caught um, perjuring themselves on the stand. So a ruling should well, be coming up soon. Well, um, I hope he doesn't go to jail because this woman, um, I said that the, the, this woman lied to her brother and said that she wanted to, um, that she, that she was assaulted. The men came in, they apparently they had weapons. I saw the little video clip. I don't know, it didn't look like they were running until he started shooting. Mm-hmm. So I, that, that's what it looked like to me. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't really know. I wasn't there, but, um, Regardless, they came to his home and they assaulted him and his brother for absolutely no reason. They ha- they deserve to get shot. <laughs> and that woman should get a felony murder charge because she called those guys to commit crimes to him. And, and he someone said was that, killed in the act. Yeah, and he said that um, while they were while he was getting attacked, they they were yelling. Um, we're on demon time. It's just like you gonna get your ass whooped and you're gonna die. Over, over basically a her finding something she didn't want to find in his phone. Be, um, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's an unfortunate situation and someone lost their life in this situation. Mm-hmm. And I just want this, I just want this to be a message. I brought this topic up because I wanted this to be a message for the men and women out there. One, you women gotta stop lying on people. Like that's that literally got someone shot and another person shot and killed over your lies. There's men who's been gone to prison for um, for lies, who's been um, killed over lies like she was, but the other way around, where they could have killed him mm-hmm. over her lies, and it's just like, and you know they they, they he said he shot thirty seven times, and they, you know and. Um, I didn't, with the stuff that I saw, I didn't see any contradictions in the stories. 
from what he was saying on the stand. The woman, on the other hand, was clearly lying. And then she said something like, oh, I told them to shoot his shit up. Then the lawyer's like, well, what is his shit? And she goes, everything but him. Seriously? Why would you tell anybody to shoot anything when you assaulted him, you hit him because he called you the B word. You hit him multiple times and he went into the house. It's on camera. So my thing is, I think that, I think he's on trial for murder. I, yeah, and I think he, manslaughter might be one of the charges. Um, But it's one of those things where you gotta, you gotta look at this whole thing and be like, look, women, stop lying on people. And men, when you got women who act hostile like that, don't deal with them. There's no reason for you to risk that. If she's getting all hostile, assaulting you, putting hands on you, getting up in your face like she's a man that she can fight you and stuff like that, don't even date her no more. This, it, it's never gonna turn out well, unless she matures. And people like that usually don't mature. So that's the lesson I want everybody to get out of this because at the end of the day, you know, the details and the small things and who shot who and what shot what, this whole thing could have could have never happened. This whole thing should have never happened. It was a girl who told a lie. There's something that the black community loves bringing up when it comes to a girl who told a lie. Emmett Till. It was a girl who told a lie and a young man lost his life over it. Once again, it's a girl who told a lie and a young man lost his life. And it could have, and it could have been her own brother. Yeah. That's the stuff that I wanted to get out um, when it comes to that topic. But I was going to talk about something else. But since my AirPods died and I'm having a hard time hearing you on my side with the volume all the way up, uh-huh. um, I'm going to ask these last two questions, and then we'll go into our party shots. The other topic we can. Um, we can uh, deal with um, on another episode. Um, All right, so I want to know this from you, Zero. One athlete that you loved off the top of your head, one athlete that you loved in their amateur sport, college, boxing, Olympics, whatever, that never panned out in the pros. Tavon Austin. 
Tavon Austin. Yeah, he was good in college. He played for West Virginia, right? Yeah, that dude has like 45 million views off of one game. They played Oklahoma. He had he had like uh, almost 600 uh, total yards by himself. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, who drafted him? It was the, was the Rams? Rams. They drafted him 10th overall. Is that the 9th or 10th when he got drafted? I remember when I heard about him, and I remember you telling me about him. I didn't know you were that big on him, though. But um, I remember, and then he, he was drafted 10th overall. And I was like, why would you draft a slot receiver top 10? A 5'8 slot receiver. I don't even <laughs> care how big he was. He was a <laughs> slot receiver. I'm just like, you know, the slot receivers, I don't know. I mean, there's guys who play from the slot, but I mean, I know what's his name lined up in the slot a little bit, a lot. Um, where, where was he? What, what, what pick was he? Cooper Cup. Um, I think he was in the third round. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, I right, even if he's a even if he's a great slot receiver, that shouldn't be a that should be a second round pick. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, he's undersized, so that drops him to the mid second, early third. Like, you know, or that should have yeah, been. Um, yeah, but I think I think it's like um, the curse of seeing how explosive he was, and thinking that folks that somebody would take him before yeah take him but would take him before they got the chance to get to him at a later that a, a later time of the draft but the thing about it is you don't use a top 10 pick on him but i understand out i mean what's his name deshaun jackson was an explosive guy he got drafted in the second round because the man was small it's like you know let's let's say i understand folks be like oh he should have been a first it's like oh um they should have gotten him early no like we understand certain things when it comes to when it comes to scouting and things of that nature it's like there's just there's plenty of players Tavon austin was one guy that i really like watching because he was fun to watch but he ain't paying out because who was the, the Rams quarterback at the time? Was it Bradford? I think it was. I think it was Bradford. But it, but you but you knew that dude wasn't gonna really that. But you could have known that dude wasn't really gonna pan out because, like I said, even though he's really fun to watch, gotta remember who his competition was. Nobody plays defense in the Big Twelve. <laughs> so of course he was going to have those big numbers because nobody plays defense in the Big Twelve. When did that change? Because I thought Texas used to be like a really Texas Oklahoma used to be a really good defensive team. Yeah, what's it called? Um, probably with the with the um with the increase of the spread offense. No, I'm saying, but like, what year though? Like, when I, I really, I really don't know. Um, I really couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but yeah, it was just like you know, it just seemed like when they started doing more spread offenses, 
Like, remember, Nebraska had the black shirt defense, and then all of a sudden, it was over and done with. It's like, um, and folks were, and uh, folks who may have been stuck in their ways were still recruiting players that didn't fit what the how the game was being played anymore. It's like TCU at one point was one of the best defenses because they played a defense to where they knew that they played a 4-2-5. There wasn't many teams that were playing a 4-2-5. I think there was another that was playing the 3-3-5. They knew with spread offenses they needed a lot of defensive backs on the field. Ain't 4-2-5 just a nickel defense? Um... I think so. But that's what their base defense was. It wasn't necessarily nickel. Yeah, they didn't call it nickel. It was just that they just talked about who was on the field because what's it called? I think you can play in I think you could play a nickel and have I think you could play a nickel but have a um still have a linebacker on the have a third linebacker on the field, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I th- wow. But what's it Unless called? I think it's three, I th- three five. I th- yeah, um, because nickel think, is uh, five defensive backs. That's what the definition. Or of nickel it could is. be like a or um, I think four two um, four two five. I think it's like uh, I think they would have a third safety instead of a third um, corner on the field, like for run support sort um situations. Because oh. you know. Like nowadays, that shit. Could, uh, nowadays, uh, teams are really implementing that. They find a safety who can, who can tackle and cover at the same time. But that's their nickel. Now. That's their uh, slot corner. Now, There's a lot of defenses nowadays are playing five defensive backs at the start. Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams are coming out three wide, three and four wide receiver sets. Yeah, but um. The athlete that I had loved that didn't pan out, and I've never really been a uh, a college guy, so this one was difficult for me when I came up with the question. But um, to be honest, I don't even know if he was drafted. I just know I never heard of him coming into the NBA. Being a Syracuse homer, McNamara. Mm. That he was the guy who made me realize I can't trust white American basketball players. <laughs> Four year college that. player. That's another thing I can't trust. Four year college player who is also a white American. He ain't gonna do it. Hey, he ain't look, gonna look, do it. Look, look sometimes. Sometimes there's a. I you I think that was fr- um nowadays well back then that shit was frowned upon not the white basketball player that's always frowned upon, um, back then like a player that went all four years because they made a promise to their mother that they would go all four years and graduate, like because what's his name, Patrick Ewan could have came out in the '84 draft but because he made the promise to his mother. <laughs> Yeah, no, but that was that, that 
that four-year college was still a thing in those days. Yeah, it was very. That's what I'm saying. It was, like, it was very rare. Yeah, it was very rare for a player to come out early. Yeah, like, so I, I ain't sweating that. But it was just like I didn't, I didn't really understand like what what it took to be a great NBA prospect back then. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Yo, dude was hitting breeze. Dude was going crazy in the tournaments, leading the cues in the loud house." And then, like I said, I don't even know if he got drafted. I honestly don't know if he got drafted. I don't think he did. And I was like, man, where my boy McNamara at? And he wasn't in the league. When I when I finally like thought about him, I was like, clearly, clearly I probably didn't really love him that much because I didn't really follow him outside of <laughs> outside of that time. But Gary McNamara. Yeah. <laughs> nope. He wasn't drafted. Nope. Yeah, that's what I figured. I was like, I don't never, think he was drafted. He never even he never played in the NBA. Yeah, that's what I was like because I, I I was I, it was just like he he probably should have been in the league like two years at that point. And I was like, yo, what happened to my boy McNamara? And I saw he wasn't in the league, but I didn't look to see if he was drafted and he was out of the league or something like that, or a G League guy or something like that. I just know that I didn't hear about him after they got eliminated in the tournament his senior year. Shoot, his number three was retired by Syracuse. Yeah, he's a great Syracuse player. That's it. That's yeah, it, that's... All right, so... Yeah. Last question. We're going to go into the party shot. Right. All right. So this is a strange one. It ain't one of those gay penis things that dudes be doing on. on oh, my goodness. But if you were to cheat on your spouse, mm-hmm. these are your three options. Your celebrity crush of all time once. Mm-hmm your school crush in this in this in this scenario you're never caught mm-hmm. you're never caught this is just an affair or a situation that you have you're never caught this is just who you're going with mm-hmm. so celebrity crush of your all-time celebrity crush one night stand mm-hmm. your biggest school crush if well, your school crush, your, your school, you didn't marry your school crush. Your school crush for a mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Or all of your favorite adult film stars for one month. So the film stars is not happening. Adult film stars that ain't happening. Uh, I would I'd probably go with uh The um, probably go with the high school crush, or not the school crush. No, I'm lying. I'll go. I'll do one night stand with a celebrity. 
<laughs> I went through all of them. I went through all. No, no you said no on the don't stop. Yeah, I definitely. Right, before no. I get my answer, before I get my answer, why you said absolutely not on the adult stars? Um, because um. Uh, you know what? I really don't know. I think it's because I'm like maybe in my the images in my head knowing what I've seen. Like, nah, I think I'm good on that. Um. So, <laughs> to be, if this this question came from another question that I had heard, it was on one of them, it was on one of them gay tips. But I was like, at, but you know, both those guys are married on the podcast I was listening to. And they were like, oh, you're going to cheer on your wife? like?" And I was like, oh, that's actually interesting. So I was going to phrase the question like that. But I was like, nah, I'm going to take it a different approach. So when my thought process was, all right, celebrity crush one, one night stand or adult film stars for one month. And then I was like, at first I was like, nah, I wouldn't do the adult film stars because, you know, you might catch something. But then I was like, but a lot of these celebrities begin around too. So just because they ain't on camera doing it, I don't know what they doing behind closed doors. Not yeah. saying my celebrity crushes like that. I was just like, I just don't know what's going on in their life. And I was like, high school crush for a year or school crush for a year. And I was like, yeah, that's probably the best option. I was like, but I don't know what my school crush look like now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It was like, yo, you might say she might look like gum underneath the seat right now. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo, son, I'm like, yeah, you know, you pull up, you pull up on your school crush. Or you know, old high school girlfriend or or middle school girlfriend or something, and they just and she built like a table of leftovers. <laughs> like you out here built like an ironing board hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> and the soft cushion that is gone from underneath. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Looking like, looking like a. Looking like a leaning Christmas tree. <laughs> like, yo, I don't know. Like a dead Christmas tree. It was like, it, 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 like, it could fit in the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, not even saying like even overweight. Even, you know, if she was skinny back then, she's still skinny, but she looked like she smoked that crack rock. I know. It's like, it's like her titties look like, um, pockets uh pulled out of the freaking pants <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like look man like, i ain't got nothing <laughs> <laughs> like you know like the um the balloons the the the, the <laughs> balloons after they deflated and just fell to the floor <laughs> and it, and like, yeah so I, I was like i don't know what my high school crush looks like or, 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 or yeah i would say high school Nah, I don't know what I don't know which. I I, I once I once I've set in my mind, 
I don't know what she looks like now. Whoever I had a crush on in school, I have no idea what they look like now. In any level of school, I have no idea what they look like. Not saying that they have gone, you know, bad yeah. looking. I just don't know, so I'm not going to take that chance. Yeah. And then, so like I ultimately like James Brown. Say that again. Is that she ended up looking like James Brown? <laughs> when he rose up, when he yep. was playing. <laughs> it's like I woke up like this. It's like you stayed like that. Yo. So I ultimately decided on all your adult film stars for one month. Okay. I was like, okay, Lupita, uh-huh. that's my celebrity crush. I'm like, one time, and what what if I what if what if I don't perform properly? What if she doesn't give me what I want? So I'm like, even if the adult film stars, yeah. well, even if I mess get it right, huh? You got one night to get it right. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that's all I got, though. <laughs> so I was like, even if I mess up on the first adult film star, mm-hmm. I got 30, 28 to 30 more chances, or 27 to 30, depending on the month. 30 uh-huh. more chances of perfecting my craft. <laughs> <laughs> And also, they know how to, you know, make a guy get satisfied sexually. Because I think I think when it comes to adult films, that the men are definitely more pleased than the women are. Cause, so, like, the men are just ramming it in there. I don't think that it's a very always a very pleasant experience but i don't know i'm not an adult film star and i don't know it to even say that it's not i'm just saying it don't it don't seem like that and i've heard some adult film stars say like eh, some some like if they have a a significant other who's not in the uh industry they like Mm -hmm. no they enjoy their sex with at home way more than they do on film but yeah, nah, that might it. not be everybody. But yeah. so that's the one I chose. I'm not going to list the, the, the it, it also I said all. It don't necessarily have to be 30. It don't have to be one. Yeah, I was about to ask you. Like, yo, you you got 30, if you have lots of 30 porn stars, yo, you a damn fiend. <laughs> you need to seek help. I was say this, like, yo, you all the way desensitized. <laughs> 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 so nice. that's my yeah, question. You... That's my yeah. question for the. Those are my questions for the week. Uh, anybody who doesn't, who uh, who wants to know what the you know, or who wants to share their answers, um, feel free to join the Facebook group. I'll post this clip, um, this clip, and this um, question in the Facebook group or you can reach out to us on the TikTok and I'll uh, maybe I'll put it on Twitter. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to be at day 15. She'll be like, don't come. And you'll be like, sorry, baby. 
Okay, and especially it's like, all right, do you do it for a month? Like, like as far as like every day for a month, because you only got one month. You only got thirty to twenty-eight to thirty-one days to pull this off. So, do you just hope that as a man you don't develop some type of ED <laughs> during this month? Yeah, I'm just saying, man. Anyway, let's go into these party shots, though. What you got? <sighs> My parting shot is look. I'm so sick and tired of these basketball takes. Like if, like my thing is, if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, it don't matter. I'm not even gonna give an example. If you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, put the microphone down and do some research. You gotta give an example. No, <laughs> go to go to my favorite podcast and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, just just sitting there listening and all these other like just like if you like do your research before you go on the mic like I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm completely perfect about do um about certain things when it comes to sports because shoot even on this one I could be completely wrong about that 425 thing but the thing about it is is like I would be somebody production yeah I would be exactly but I would be somebody who would who would after afterwards look it up then yeah look it up see if I was right or wrong about it if I was right or wrong about it I'll come back on and be like you know what I was right or wrong about what it is that I said. Some of y'all dudes be be preaching y'all stuff like it's gospel and then want to stick to your guns even though you know that you're wrong about what it is that you said. Like that, like, um, or even not even research, like the woman when the guy, um, when the guy was talking about conversate and she said conversate wasn't a real word and dude pulled up that conversate was a real word. And she said, well, um, I don't think he used it in the right context. And then when it was pulled up that he used it in the right context, she kept arguing and it came up with that Dick Gregory thing and said, you still talking? Shut the fuck up. Like, that's what it seemed like with these dudes on doing like a sports stuff. Cause it's like, yo, you knew you were wrong and you keep on going. It's like, yo, you're still talking. You were wrong 15 minutes ago. You're still talking. Shut up. Do the research. Get out of here. That's my part in shot. It's like, do your research. Freaking well, bastard. that's what I've been dealing with all week in these Facebook forums. So <laughs> you literally show them that they're wrong. And then they'll, uh, you know, I, like I told you earlier, I had somebody translate the English language for me. 
to say what the guy actually meant from what was actually quoted. So anything to be right, right? Anything. It's not even anything to be right. It's anything to say you're wrong. <laughs> you, know, you like, you know what I'm saying? If that's yeah, what there it is, is a difference. There is a difference. Like, I'm, I'm just gonna give you the example. I'm not gonna go into the whole story, but having a conversation in boxing, the guy called me all kinds of stupid and things of that nature. I pointed out everything that he was wrong about. Specifically, I said Manny Pacquiao asked for forty million dollars to fight Terence Crawford, and he said, "No, Manny Pacquiao." No. Arabs asked for, had given, offered $50 million to see the fight. And Manny Pacquiao asked for a 40 or for an 80-20 split. Manny Pacquiao said, quoted, I told Bob, I want 40 million and Terrence Crawford can have 10. And he said, yeah, he was asking for an 80-20 split. You making it seem like he asked for 40 million. Yes, he did. <laughs> but it was like, no, you're wrong. I'm I okay. He's not admitting that he's wrong. He's like, okay, like, but what it seemed like, what it felt like is even though I'm wrong, you're also wrong because it was an 80-20 split. So it wasn't specifically he was asking for 40 million. He was just asking for 40 million of the 50 million. Yeah, it's like, if I'm wrong, you're more wrong. Or just as wrong. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's not. I, he, he literally said 40 million. He didn't say anything. He didn't say 80 or nothing. He didn't say 80. He wasn't even talking about, he didn't even say 80 degrees outside. He literally said the number that I said he said. So, like I said, it's not even about being right. Being right is just, well, even if I'm wrong, you're still wrong. And it's just like, and I, I even said like, hey, you show me something. All right, I was wrong about that. But, you know, I was wrong about that. My timeline was off. And that's it. But no, it's like, all right, no, now that you admitted that you're wrong, I'm gonna keep showing you how you were wrong. And it's just like, now you actually every everything else you said was wrong. Everything else. So congratulations. But anyways, um my parting shot is um good luck, Shannon. You know what I'm saying? Do do you do big things, continue to do great things. Like I said, Shannon, you're the best tight end I've ever seen play football in my entire life. Even if other people don't necessarily agree with me and everybody says, all my friends say I hate white athletes, so that's probably part of it too. That's not true. <laughs> but Shannon Sharp did things, was the first to do it, was the best to do it, won three Super Bowls doing it. And um, to me, he's the GOAT tight end. And like I said, it's not even close. Um, and like like uh, he said to Skip Bayless, I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. He is. 
until I see a tight end take off his 96 yards on an in route, a five yard in route. I don't even think it was a complete five yard in route. It was probably just a crossing route. Until I see that, ain't none of y'all messing with Shay. <laughs> just saying. When a tight end burn off on you for 96, I don't want to hit nothing. Yeah. But anyways, that's it for us, man. This has been the Between Brothers Podcast. Check us out on the aforementioned social media groups. The Chancellor of Charisma Zero. The Duke of Debonair and Lando. This has been the Between Brothers Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. I'm going to turn this shit off on the phone. Oh, there we go. <laughs>